Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour philosophy show Change the drive into work In traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is the best of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. By and large, the better quarterback wins in the NFL playoffs. All right, so if you break it down, I think that Matt Ryan right now is better than Jared Goff. Not a real surprise that he would win that game. I think Blake Bortles is better than Tyrod Taylor, especially given that he was playing at home. Not a real surprise that he would win that game. I think Drew Brees is better than Cam Newton. Really, the only one you can point to and say, "Ah, I think maybe the inferior quarterback won, was Marcus Mariota over uh, Alex Smith. And if you watch that second half, Mariota was a lot better than Alex Smith in that second half. Now, Alex Smith in the first half came out and looked like a surgeon. Looked like he was, I think he had 150 yards passing in the first quarter. Looked like he was going to go for 600 overall. And then I think he finished with like 250. And the uh, Chiefs only put up 60 yards of offense in the second half. If I'm Travis Kelsey and his agent, I'm like, dude, I should be making $25 million a year because you saw what happened to this offense the minute that I got knocked out. They basically did nothing for the entire second half once the Titans didn't have to cover him because they couldn't cover him at all in the first half. So the reason why I bring that up, okay, so let's say at least three of the four, the better quarterback won. And honestly, if you just look at the individual game, I think Mariota outplayed Alex Smith certainly in the second half of that game against the Chiefs. So if you kind of forecast that spin ahead – and say, okay, what's going to happen in the divisional round? Well, Tom Brady's better than Marcus Mariota. You would expect the Patriots to win. Ben Roethlisberger's better than, uh, certainly better than Blake Bortles. You would expect the Steelers to win. Uh, honestly, I think that Drew Brees is quite a bit better than Carson, uh, than, uh, than Case Keenum. So I would expect Drew Brees to win that game. And Matt Ryan's a lot better than Nick Foles. So I would expect him to win that game. That's the way I'm gambling. 
if I'm gambling right now, those are the four guys I'm putting money on. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. My gambling picks. I gave it out to you early. I love the under on this game. I don't think there are going to be very many points scored. Points will be at a premium. And I like Georgia. I think Georgia has a good chance to pull off the upset in this game. Right now, the line around three and a half or four for Georgia as the underdog. To me, when I look at this right now, what I say is these are two teams that are mirror images of each other. They're almost identical in terms of what they represent. Great, solid defenses. Kirby Smart is running the exact same scheme, basically, that Nick Saban and Alabama run. And so, as a result, I think both of these quarterbacks are going to be stifled, ultimately. I still think right now that Jalen Hurts is more of an athlete playing a quarterback than he is a quarterback. And the way that I define somebody in terms of success as a quarterback is who can you rely on on third and eight to make a throw when you need to make a throw to keep the drive alive? Now, Jalen Hurts has been great moving the ball with his legs, but with Roquan Smith, I think they'll spy him. I don't think that Georgia is going to let Jalen Hurts beat them with his legs. I think he's going to have to play the best passing game of his career in a big game in order for Alabama to win this game. I feel more confident, even though he's a true freshman, in Jake Fromm, frankly, than I do in Jalen Hurts. And I think this stadium is going to be about 60% Georgia Bulldog fans. It's going to cost $2,000 to get a ticket even in the upper deck. And I think that Georgia is going to be playing balls to the wall here, nothing to lose, coming off their big win over Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. Basically a home venue. They're playing here now for the second time because they came in here and beat Auburn in the in the new Atlanta football stadium here already once before. I like Georgia to pull off this upset and give Kirby Smart his first national championship in just year two. Now, if it doesn't happen, Nick Saban is going for his sixth the national championship. Nick Saban is, and this is an amazing stat, guys. Nick Saban is fifteen and three in title games or playoff games. Let me run through that for you. It's not just that Nick Saban is a great coach. It's that he's the best big game coach in the history of college football. The guy is 5-1 and one in national title games. The only game that he has lost in the national title came on that touchdown pass to Hunter Renfro with one second left against Clemson. That's the only game that he has lost in a national title game. He is 3-1, and one, I believe is the math, in playoff games. Uh, He's been in the playoff all four years now, and all four years, the only time that he's lost a semifinal game was against Ohio State the first year of the playoff back in 2014. And he is 7-1 in SEC title games. The only SEC title game he's ever lost was against Tim Tebow and Florida in his second year as the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide in 2008. So, you break down Nick Saban in big games. 15-3, and three, the guy has basically been unbeatable. The only three teams that have beaten him ever in these big game situations all won the national title. 2014, Ohio State. 2008, Florida beat Oklahoma to win the national title with Tim Tebow that year. And recently, last year, Clemson beats Nick Saban 
to win the national title. So we know that obviously if he loses this game and were to fall to 15-4, and four, that Kirby Smart would beat him and he would lose to a national championship winning coach again. In terms of the overall impact here, I think that Nick Saban, if he wins, it just further cements him as the most dominant college football coach of all time. If Kirby Smart wins, if Kirby Smart wins, then for Georgia football, this is potentially the birth of another dominant Southern football franchise. Because if you look at what Kirby Smart is doing right now in recruiting, he has the number one recruiting class in America signed, one of the best collection of talents that we have ever seen before. If they can win it in year two, look out. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Once LeVar Ball became, I would say, the most famous father in America of a you know major sports figure, you knew that he wasn't suddenly going to be quiet, right? You knew that he was going to continue to talk. To me, however, this is beyond the pale because I just don't think that – I think what has to happen, frankly, is Alonzo Ball has to come out and say to the media, my dad is going to talk but you guys have to stop treating what he says seriously. I will talk and tell you what I think. My dad doesn't speak for me anymore. I'm a professional here. You don't talk to anybody else's parents. Reminds me a little bit. Did you see Scott Frost when he got hired at Nebraska? When Scott Frost got hired at Nebraska, he said, if you guys ever go talk to my parents again, we're going to have issues. Because they went and talked to Scott Frost's mom about whether she'd like for him to come back and coach at Nebraska. I think that this is what needs to happen. That, you know, it's funny, LeBron James did this at some point to his own mom. He said, Mom, I love you, but you can't be a figure anymore in my, you know, in, in terms of creating media stories. I think that Lonzo Ball needs to stand up to his dad and say, Dad, you're hurting me now. You can't be the the media figure that you are. I think he needs to declare independence from his dad. I really do. And we saw this a little bit with Venus and Serena Williams. Remember their dad, Richard Williams, when they first started their career, was incredibly outspoken, and he got a ton of attention. And then I think eventually Venus and Serena sat down with him and said, Dad, this is our career. This is our life. You helped get us here. There's no doubt at all about that, but the idea that you're going to be commenting on my coaches or play calling or anything else associated with my career is over at this point. You need to stop. I think Lonzo Ball needs to declare independence from his dad. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. One thing we haven't talked that much about is the New Orleans Saint defense bailing out Sean Payton after a really aggressive decision to go for it on fourth down near midfield. And that was an incredibly aggressive decision by Sean Payton. Went with a little hard count, called a timeout, and uh, going to win the game. You know, going to win the game. I was talking to Drew really about if we can punt there and play with a little longer field position, no timeouts for them. And, and yet, you know, we felt... We had a call, tried to get Mike Thomas. They did a good job in coverage, and they made a play. Fortunately, it, you know, it ended up being intercepted. But that, uh, that's part of it. You know, we were going we to try to win the game on that play. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the decision to go for it and try to win the game when you've got a guy like Drew Brees is not necessarily a bad one. Um, you know, I remember years ago we saw this happen when Bill Belichick went for it against Peyton Manning and the Colts. He didn't feel like his team could stop them. And I think it was from like his own 35-yard line he went for it, and they didn't convert, and the Colts went down immediately, scored a touchdown. I think it, this is one of those situations where the analytics guys would actually say, I bet the odds of Patriots, I mean, sorry, the Saints winning that game are almost better going for it on fourth and two at midfield because, you know, they're going to convert on that, what, I don't know, probably half the time. It's probably a 50-50 coin toss game there. And if you convert, you 100% win the game and you take a knee, whereas if you punt and you pin them deep, I don't know, what what, what chances do, uh, do the, the Panthers there, given how well they had moved the ball in the second half, have to come back down the field. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I would say this. When I came into this season, and I'm a Titans season ticket holder, and the Titans haven't won a playoff game since 2004, so that was a big uh, big win for the first time in 14 years. It was a lot of fun. I got to watch that game. My fourth grader and my first grader have become uh, football fans really legitimately this year. Watched it with my dad, so we had three generations watching that game had no expectations the titans were going to win but when this season started what i had hoped was that mariota and the titans could get a playoff win because i do believe that if you're a young quarterback and you get that playoff win early in your career it means a lot because you avoid being Andy Dalton and constantly being unable to get that win. You prove to your team, you prove to everybody else going on the road that you can win in the playoffs, and that doesn't happen very often. I mean, you look around right now at the eight guys that are in the playoffs, and you've got Drew Brees, who has won a Super Bowl. You've got Matt Ryan, who has been to a Super Bowl. You've got Tom Brady, who has won five Super Bowls. You've got Ben Roethlisberger, who's won two. You've got uh, the, the the Vikings and Case Keenum, where nobody has any faith really in him. You got Nick Foles, who nobody has any faith in. You got Blake Bortles, who nobody has any faith in. And I would say of those four quarterbacks who have not won very much, Mariota's clearly the fifth best quarterback, right? I mean, I think right now, if you were drafting quarterbacks and saying who do you want for the next decade of the four guys that are in there that are not very proven right now. I would say that Mariota is the number five guy. And we'll see whether he can go on the road and and find a way to be competitive against uh, the Patriots. But already, at this point in time, the Titans are playing with house money. Odd Shark tells us that they are a 13.5-point underdog on the road against the Patriots. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. So if you start to break down all the storylines, Frankly, I think the most interesting storyline here is not even on the field. I think it's what's ESPN going to be about do about Donald Trump being in the building. Because the reports are that Donald Trump is going to be at this game. And by the way, we're going to talk with the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey here um, in a, a little bit in the show. He's just uh, arrived in the uh, the World Congress Center here. And I think that's maybe the most intriguing question. Like ESPN has got uh, employees out ripping Donald Trump all the time, and evidently they have requested an official interview with him. I, I mean, what, what might Donald Trump say when Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler are interviewing him? I'm more intrigued to almost see that halftime interview than I am anything that's going to happen on the field. 
because I have no idea what Donald Trump might say. Is he going to take a shot at ESPN for the, you know, the Jamel Hill calling him a white supremacist, uh, Katie Nolan saying he's uh, he's uh, effing uh, stupid? Like, what is he going to say if he actually goes on the air? Will he go on the air? And how crazy and, and, and zany and wild could that arena and that football stadium be with Donald Trump in there uh, to decide to watch the national championship game? I don't know. I mean, I actually think, uh, I mean, are you guys with me out in L.A. that that's almost the most intriguing aspect of this whole game? I mean, tell me that you're not going to be more excited for that four-minute interview than almost anything else that's going on. Oh, 1,050%. That could <laughs> I mean, right? be that's the must greatest see television. thing in television history. I mean, right? I mean, you have to. like I, if, if you told me on social media and I wasn't even an Alabama or a Georgia fan, hey, Donald Trump's about to get interviewed live on ESPN, I would rather watch that four-minute interview probably than any four-minute part of this game, unless it goes down to the final final drive or something. I mean, I have no idea what he might say. I mean, it, it truly could be unfathomably wild, and I think that's the most intriguing element of this whole story. Now, is there an update on that this morning, Clay? Because as of yesterday, I read that ESPN requested it, but the White House, it, it was looking like they weren't going to okay Except- it. Yeah. Yeah, I, the, the update, the last that I have seen is that ESPN requested it and that so far we have not gotten an official uh, you know, statement being made one way or the other about whether or not he's willing to do it. By the way, we reached out to the White House as well to say we'd be happy to have Donald Trump on. And that, 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 uh, that offer remains, by the way, uh, paramount for everybody out there. We'd be happy to talk to, uh, to Donald Trump at any moment in time that he was willing to talk with us, any president, by the way. If Jimmy Carter wants to come on with us, we'll have him. Bill Clinton wants to come on, we'll have him. Barack Obama wants to come on, we'll have him. Any open open invitation, any former president out there, we're happy to have you on the show at any point in time that you can make it happen. So we'll see whether we get any response at all from uh, from the crew there. Uh, but uh, but so far, no, there hasn't been any kind of uh, firm resolution. Jason Martin, you think he'll go on? I don't know. I really don't know because I don't know if this if it makes a bigger statement for him to shun ESPN and say I'm not going on your network because I'm Donald Trump and I'm not going to give that to you or if it's better that he does go on because who in the world knows what could come out of that man's mouth with a live microphone because and, and, he already knows ESPN doesn't like him and he's not a huge fan of people that don't like him and he's very willing to take them on right there on their turf. Oh, I guarantee you that Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler are like, please don't come on. Yeah, can we just call the football I, game, I just want to call the football game. I don't want to go viral with the biggest audience that ESPN is going to have all year. 25 million people watching and Donald Trump comes on and just does something ridiculous that has absolutely nothing to do with football at all. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. NFL Wild Card Weekend. The greatest single moment, I think it was Sean McDonough, his voice finally changing as he hit puberty live on the air in the middle of what he believed was a fumble recovery for a touchdown in the final two minutes of this playoff game. If you did not hear it, if you were not watching ESPN slash ABC Live for that game between the Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs, listen to this audio. Your morning is about to be made. Chiefs really up against it. First and ten, Tennessee. And the ball comes out! The ball has come out! Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs! 
with a touchdown for Kansas City. I was watching that game. And first of all, I thought Sean McGonough was crying. I was watching it with my fourth grader, my first grader, and my dad. So we had three generations. The Titans haven't won a playoff game in 14 years. The last time the Titans won a playoff game, I was single. I was in law school, and my wife was a Titans cheerleader. That's how long ago that was. And when they scored, I thought to myself, there's no way. Before we even saw the replay, I was like, I have watched Derrick Henry play a lot of football in uh, in my life. Obviously, watched him at Alabama, and I've watched the first two years at uh, with the Titans. I was like, "There's no way that he fumbled in that situation with like a clear trying to run out the clock type situation." So I just was in disbelief that it could even happen. Now, once they showed the replay, it was clear Derrick Henry didn't fumble. I mean, he was actually sitting on the ground when the ball was yanked out of his arms, and John Gruden kept saying, "What an amazing play!" I'm like. Dude, he's on the ground. I mean, it's not an amazing play if you yank the ball away from somebody after they've already been tackled. But this, again, I want to play that for you one more time. If you didn't hear this, Sean McDonough, I can just see him. Like, in his head, he's thinking, this is my moment. This is going to be the call that will live forever in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs, they've lost five straight home playoff games. They haven't won since Joe Montana was the quarterback back in 1994, or whatever the heck it was. This is their opportunity to kind of vanquish those demons and, uh, and once and for all, what an unbelievable comeback. The Chiefs are going to win here. He's thinking all that in his head. And then he's also thinking, man, I can't believe I chose right now as a 60-year-old man to suddenly hit puberty. Here is that call, Sean McDonough. I don't even know how this happens for a grown man's voice to do this, but here's what it sounded like once more. Chiefs really up against it. First and 10, Tennessee. And the ball comes out. The ball has come out. Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs, with a touchdown for Kansas City. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.